Hey Murder Maniacs, it's your host Nasaya and I'm here with Emily. Hello. And I gotta apologize beforehand, I am currently maybe under the weather, maybe it's allergies, I don't know. But anyway, I have a stuffy nose so I might sound a little weird today. But thankfully, Emily here will be presenting our second case. And this is a completely raw reaction from me. I gotta be honest, the sec- the last podcast, sorry, um, we did have a slight script because it was our first podcast so we didn't know exactly what we were doing. So if it sounds scripted, that's why. But this one is completely raw, I promise you. So I'm going to be blindly reacting to this case. I have no idea what it is, so I'm excited. It should be great. And so without further ado, here is our second case. What's what's the name of it? I don't even know that. <laughs> it's just the case of Diane Downs. All right. So here we go. Diving into our first, second case of Diane Downs. I do have to apologize first, so I'm going to be sniffling a lot, so just don't mind me in the background. Anyway, continue. Okay. So, Diane Downs, she was actually born as Elizabeth Diane Fredrickson Downs. Oh, nice. Yeah. (laughs) She was born on August 7th, 1955, and she was born in Phoenix, Arizona. Her parents were Wes and Willa Dean Fredrickson, and in high school, she went to Moon Valley High School. Later on in college, she went to Pacific Coast Baptist Bible College in California. So wait, were they Christians? I don't know. I didn't say on this thing. I I was really surprised when I saw that Bible college. I was like, oh. I didn't know that. Well, I guess. Like, Bible colleges were a thing back then. This is the 50s, you said? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, cool. Probably like 60s or 70s. I mean, Harvard was founded, like, way earlier, so. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Was a Bible college. Not anymore. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) A year later, after she was at the Bible college, she was expelled and she moved back home. Sorry, that's funny. Wait, did it say? I was just curious. Did she say what she was expelled for? It didn't. Not Hmm. that I saw. I know. I was trying to find it, but I couldn't find anything. You go, girl. I'm just kidding. Don't get expelled. (laughs) Expelled is bad. Yes. Especially from Bible college. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to know what she did, I think. So, in 1973, she married Steve Downs. So, wait, how old would she be? Um, not even 20. Nice. 18, I think. Nice. Yeah. That's the way to go. Very yeah. young. There you go. <laughs> divorced in 1980. <laughs> okay. Her and Steve I'm divorced. noticing a pattern. Good thing, and then just crap. Oh. <laughs> right? It, it's true. Um, but... They got divorced in 1980 after their son, Stephen, was born. Stephen was um, also known as Danny. His middle name was Daniel. So how long were they married? Um, About seven years. Okay. Yeah. Hey, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, for marrying young, it's tough, guys. It's tough. <laughs> um, And then she worked for the post office in Oregon. Oh, yeah. Wait, did it say what she went to college for? 
No. Okay. I don't think. I think after Bible college, I think after she got expelled, I don't think she went back. I, so. yeah, I think that's on your record forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he knew. Mm. Anyway. Interesting. In 1979, oh, their son Stephen was born in 1979, and then they were divorced in 1980. Um, Their daughter Sherilyn was born in 1976, and their daughter Christy Ann was born in 1974. Kind of went backwards there, sorry about that. But it was witnessed by their family, her family, and her friends that she did not put her children first. And she was also mean to Cheryl. Is Cheryl's older or younger daughter? Younger. Okay. By two years. So, in May, on May 19th, 1983, Diane took her children to the hospital due to a shooting that happened. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. So, I just, yeah, I just kind of jumped right into it there. Okay. So, all three of her children were shot, um. including Diane. She, she was also shot. She says that she was carjacked, and then um, her kids and herself were shot. But the police were very suspicious about her story, um, and they said that she was too calm for what had just happened. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I'm so sorry. What does carjacked mean again? Like... Um, I remember reading the story. Um, apparently a guy had flagged her down and had wanted to like, steal her car keys, I think, so that he could With take three her kids car. in it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just shot one, all of them one by one? Yep. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, while in the hospital, Diane visited her daughter, Christy, um, but Christy couldn't speak because anymore because she had a stroke due to the shot. And Christy's the older younger sister? Christy is the older. Okay. The oldest child. Do we know actually. how old the kids are about at this time? At this time, Christy would have been about eight. Okay. Um, Sherilyn would have been, I guess, six and then Stephen, or as he was known, Danny, would have been about three. Oh, so young. Very like, young. Really young. Yeah. Okay. Um, but after Diane had visited Christy in the hospital, the police grew even more suspicious because Christy became fearful and her heart rate increased when, when Diane had entered the room. So, I mean, that's just crazy. Like, Yeah, that's so sad. I know. Like, and, okay, I'm so sorry. Christy's eight? Yep. Yeah, so she's the oldest, mm-hmm. you know, probably protected, confused at what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I could see how red flags would be up. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, after that, the police had found out she called the man that she had had an affair with, whose name was Robert Knickerbocker. <laughs> Honestly, Wait. just to be honest, I did know a family with that last name, <laughs> so I probably would have laughed, but I do know someone with that name. It's a great last name. Who wouldn't want to have a last name? Knickerbocker. <laughs> great. If you're Knickerbocker, I gave you mad respect. <laughs> but. The pl- Wait, I'm so sorry. Who yes. was he? He was. Uh, he was I was the- distracted. <laughs> he was the guy that Diane had an affair with. Oh, when was this? 
Um, let me just pull that up here. It does not actually say. Okay, so do we know if this is the reason why they were divorced or... Because an affair means that you're cheating on somebody, meaning that you're with somebody else. Oh, yes. Um, She was divorced, but he was married. Oh, and I will actually oh, okay. get a little more into that in a little bit. It's going to be jumping around here. Gotcha. Unfortunately. All right. Oh, wait. No, <laughs> you did. <laughs> but the police found evidence that didn't quite agree with Diane's story that she told. Right. And um, back to Robert Knickerbocker. Diane had previously threatened to kill his wife so that Diane could have Robert to herself. Okay, so this girl has some issues. Very much. Maybe yes. it was violence why she was expelled, you know? Yeah. Like, you just talk about killing people. Yeah. I mean, I think we all have potential of killing someone, but, like, just to be with someone? Okay. <laughs> I know. Questionable. Right? Yeah. So... Diane's ex-husband and Robert Knickerbocker both told the police that she owned a twenty-two caliber gun. <laughs> okay, so this lady is a little bit, like, fearful. So where did you say that they're living? At this point, it is, I'm pretty sure, in Oregon. Okay, so, like, I don't know much about Oregon, but is it normal, do you know, for someone to just carry around a gun? I mean, I get it. Like, you're a single mom with three kids, but... That's true. I mean, back in the, what, 70s? Yeah. 80s? I can't imagine it was that common back then. Okay. That's what I thought, too. I wonder what her kids think about us. Like, or if they even know, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be, like... Yeah. That'd be so sad. Seems traumatic. So... Um, back to the story, Diane had told police that she raced to the hospital after the shooting, but witnesses who saw Diane driving claimed that they saw her only going about five to seven miles toward the hospital. Wait, I'm sorry, you said she was shot also, right? Yes, in the, in the arm. In the arm. Okay, so she's driving, which I mean, to play the devil's advocate, could be a little bit slower because she's wounded. True, true. But with three kids in the back, too, like, I'm sorry, your adrenaline's pumping, too. And I think you can do yeah. pretty crazy things with the adrenaline and shock. Yeah. So, I mean, five miles an hour, five miles per hour, that's slow. Yeah, like, that, okay. <laughs> that is pretty slow. Like, okay, coming from a slow driver, yeah, I would <laughs> also agree that that's pretty slow. So, yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then we're just going to jump right into it. Nine months later, Diane was arrested in 1984. So, wait, her kids, like, they're fine? I will also get into that. Okay, just, okay, okay. Yes. I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's okay. This so story really jumped around a lot. This is whack. Continue. <laughs> she was charged with murder. I mean, sadly. Nine months after the incident? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, During the trial, Christy, um, who is nine years old now during the trial, mm-hmm. she testified against her mother once she regained the ability oh. to speak. So, wait, were they at the hospital this whole time, or did they just go back to live with their mom? You know what? I have to say, I don't actually know. I, I feel mean, like there's so much I don't know It about could be safe anymore. to say they were at the hospital, because I'm sure, especially being little, you'd have to That's recover. True. And if she couldn't speak, I'm sure she was yeah. have some intensive care. That's very true. Yeah, I definitely, I don't think they would have gone back to live with her. 
and yeah, if they had suspicions of her, especially as a parent, and if they find out about her, yeah, they're not gonna want their kids living with her. I would hope. Yeah. Um. So then, Diane was sentenced to life in prison plus fifty years. Okay, I still have not understood how the like sentencing works. Like I listen to podcasts all the time, and they say like three sixty year sentences. I'm just like, why don't you just say like. True, but you know, mm-hmm. okay, so life plus fifty years. So. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. Um, I saw that the reason was was the judge or the jury, um, did not want her out on the streets at all. So that's why. Wow, so they're like beating down on. It's so crazy because mm-hmm. there's so many cases that I listened to or like the last one we did to where it's back and forth. Like it's very back and forth. Like he's innocent. He's not innocent. She's innocent. She's not innocent. But this one has been like, she's guilty from the very beginning. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. pretty interesting. So they must be pretty confident about this, that this lady is crazy. Yeah. They never believed her. They never really believed her story from the very beginning. I mean, also I wonder, cause this is a, case where you know it's the women convicted because you know majority of the guy not saying anything about gender but um also this is the 50s right and so women 70s (laughs) okay 70s so like i wonder if there was a little bit more like fear because she was a woman like huh i wonder if she's just crazy or if she had something else going on but i don't know anyway that's interesting Mm mm-hmm continue (laughs) (laughs) so even before the arrest and the trial diane was pregnant and she gave birth to her daughter amy wait from who i it did not say she just like is she still with that knickerbocker no okay i know it wasn't so she didn't kill his wife no she did not he's still married to his wife Mm -hmm. all right knickerbockers are still together we're good (laughs) And after the trial, Stephen and Christy were adopted by a prosecutor on the case. <laughs> Cheryl was not because the Aww. bullet had fatally wounded her. When she died? Yes. She Aww. died when she got to the hospital. That's so sad. And yes. she was the middle child? Mm-hmm. Aw. That's yeah. so sad. Yes. That's nice of the prosecutor. Though. I know. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. Cute. All right. However, in 1987, Diane escaped from Oregon Women's oh, Correctional Center of the Oregon Department of Corrections. Honey, <laughs> you need to chill. Like, <laughs> just accept that you're a threat to society. <laughs> Wait, but, okay, so she's pregnant in prison. No, she was pregnant before that. she was even arrested. Oh, what happened to that baby? It was seized by the uh, Oregon and then was later adopted. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, interesting. So she's she's escaped. She yeah. smart. Like Yeah, I'm actually gonna get into the escape little more in detail. Respect. Okay. She was found ten days later mm. and because she had escaped, she got an extra five year sentence. Okay, so life plus fifty five years. <laughs> right, there you go. Yes. <laughs> she's okay. just adding on. Just see how high it goes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like what is I mean, I guess just to say, but what's the point? Like, if you get life, it's it's life. It's not like your kids could deserve time for you. Like, you know? yeah, that's. Anywho, yeah, I think that's very interesting. But 
How um since 2010, she is in the Valley State Prison for Women. Where's that? Um, let me just look that up here. <laughs> oh, technology for all my questions. <laughs> It is in California. Oh, okay. So, in Chowchilla, California. She started in Oregon. Uh huh. And now she's in California. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Is it like a really high security to where she like, can't escape again for like a week and a half? <laughs> I think so. Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> so, uh, she was denied parole in 2010, mm-hmm. and because of a law, she had to wait until 2020 to apply again. And I'm actually just... Oh, so she's still... Yeah, she's still... Wow, yes. okay. In 2020, she would have been uh, 65. So she's, I'm just thinking, like, back to her last case, because it was so old, but now that we're doing more, like, more recent, like, wow, she's still alive and breathing. I know. That's just crazy for me to think, but... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oops. Yeah. Um. Doesn't look like it says if she got parole in 2020 okay um well i would yeah. hope not if she's getting life yeah, plus 55 would, years certainly yeah and of course she's not having good behavior because she's just escaping so right. <laughs> yeah i know so hopefully she did not um i'm not sure hopefully hopefully she's not yeah that'd be great terrifying so back backing up a little bit the police never believed her story of a shaggy-haired stranger who yeah. she claimed was carjacking um, her and then shot her and her kids. Uh-huh. So the police always doubted that story. And then during her trial, she always smiled and waved to the cameras and the photographers. Like she was like enjoying a true the spot. Yes. Love it. <laughs> That's what we, it's what makes our podcast, you guys. It's like, true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Christy, once she was able to talk, she said that her mother had pulled off to the side of the road when they were driving. Mm-hmm. She got out of the car, went to the trunk, then came back to the car holding something in her hand. And then Christy heard a shot. And then Diane shot her brother, Danny, and then mm-hmm. Christy. But Diane claimed that she loved her children so much that she wouldn't do anything to hurt them. Oh, Kids are so innocent. Like, she should not have to be like, yeah, my mom killed my... Or shot us. Like, that's so sad and traumatizing. I know. This next part uh, is very, very sad. Like, it makes me think, like, how can you even think that? But it's also, like, funny. It's like, seriously, how can you think that? So, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. So, at the hospital, mm-hmm. when Diane heard that Cheryl had died, she accepted the news. Like, she was fine with it. Oh. Okay. But then, when she heard that her child, Stephen, also known as Danny, yeah, that he had a chance to live, she said in a perplexed attitude, Do you mean the bullet missed his heart? Gee whiz. <laughs> Oh my goodness, girl! Um, you're just asking for it. I know. I laugh every time I read it, just because what she says is—it's funny to read, but I mean, it's very, very sad. That is—that's crazy. Yeah, she needs help. 
<laughs> she does. The police saw powder burns on the children, mm-hmm. meaning that the gun was fired at a very close range, which also does not help Diane's story. Yeah. The carjacker would have had to be like, right there. I'm sorry, but like, if you're going to even try to fabricate a story, what are you doing just like giving them reasons to accuse you? Yeah. Not, yeah, not good. Um, and they also noticed that where Diane was shot in the arm, yeah. where she shot herself, um, was typically where um, a lot of other people had shot themselves so, so as to not make them look suspicious. Right. So, like, it had, it was, that place on her arm was common for police to see. That's where other people who were trying to take the blame off themselves. So, that was interesting. Yeah, for sure. So, it's not like the police are falling for her little things this whole time because they've seen this before. Yes, exactly. All right. So... Finally, we're getting close to the end here. We're going to talk oh. about her escape. I know, so sad. Um, yeah, her escape. Um, very interesting. It was a very daring move. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like any escape from any it's, type it's of true. prison. Yeah, that's true. I, well, number one, I never want to be in a prison, but if I ever was, man, I would be, like, on my best behavior the whole time. Same, though. I I'm would be so scared. Me, too. Like, my, if I ever even, like, we're escaping for some reason. Like, I don't know why I would be. But my <laughs> heart would just be, like, pounding. Yeah, like, I can't. Oh I can't be a sneaky in any way. Like, I'm the loudest person. <laughs> you will hear me. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. So, when she was in prison and she was escaping, she apparently climbed two 18-foot fences. Oh, yep, no. Yeah. And then she laid under a truck when she got out. Mm. And then she casually walked away. And apparently she wore many clothing layers so as not to get hurt by the barbed wire on the fences. Okay, so she's smart. Yeah, very smart. Using her resources. Yeah. Not scared of heights. <laughs> yes. And apparently a um, an alarm had gone off that morning at the prison, but the police had pretty much just overlooked it because um, the alarm had occasionally gone off like more than once a day because of the wind or something. Yeah. So the police didn't even think anything of it until a nurse arrived at the prison saying that she saw a woman who looks like Diane Downs walking away. I wonder if she's, like, famous, you know? I'm sure she's been on the news to where people would, like, know her, and especially, you know, being a woman. True. And moms being like, um, yeah. So I'm sure the story stuck out to a lot of people to where, like, yeah, someone would recognize her. True, yeah. So she's taking that risk, too. Yeah, and I mean, if she was always smiling at the cameras during her trial. Right. I mean, yeah. Um, so then the police searched the prison, and they found that she was missing. And so then they issued a search in the Salem area in Oregon. And apparently Diane hitchhiked from the prison and was taken to a restaurant by a married couple three blocks from the prison. The couple had said that, Diane said, um, her boyfriend had gotten in a car accident, and so she needed to go to a phone. Man, her thing with cars. I know, right? <laughs> um, so that's what the couple told the police. And then the FBI searched Diane's cell. 
and they found indentations on paper. I was a little confused about this. Huh. But these indentations, after they, like, examined them and put them under, like, microscopes and stuff, I don't even, I was very confused. Um, these indentations were found to have an address on it and oh. a location, um, a map with the location of the house. And, well, that's handy. Right? Um, and the police then went to this house and found Diane and four men inside the house. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I think the men were charged with. Uh, I forget what they were charged with. But um, why four? Like, good you question. need that many to escape. I'm sure it was planned somehow. You know, but like, yeah. okay, that's a lot. Yeah. I would maybe have one trusted friend, and yeah. I'd probably have to kill them <laughs> to not tell. Like, but four? Okay, you're just asking for it. Yeah. Once again, so she's smart, but they're not smart. Yeah, yeah, she should have taken the papers with it's her. very right? risky. Yeah, that was a very risky escape. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, so especially for this case, I think that, like, a discussion, kind of a little bit about it would be good. Um, I just find it insane how a mother at that, like, yeah, fathers and mothers both, you know, care about kids, but, like, mm-hmm. when you're a mother, you you've carried these children with you from the very beginning and how someone can just turn on your kids like that and then harm them intentionally and like even killing one of them um emily and i here just watched the video on this case and it interviews diane and she just like for real says that she in her conscience can say that she can't say that she did it yeah I just, like, don't see how anyone in their right mind, well, obviously she wasn't, but any human being could just believe that it's okay to lie or even just kill your kid. Yeah. I don't understand how you could have a clear conscience about that. I'd say the evidence is pretty good against her. Right. And, like, Emily, I was going to ask you while we were talking, like, did it say, like, why she killed her kids and and part of it like it it did say when she was interviewing her and like her ex-husband and what did they say that the reason was um the reason that she did was because her boyfriend didn't want kids and um all she wanted to do was be with her boyfriend right and i'm just like i'm sorry but i don't think even he yeah, he might say, I don't want kids, but, like, I don't think he would have wanted her to kill them, you know? Yeah. You can't compromise. And I also think, like, going behind this, because I always love the psychology part of things. Yes. Um, just without knowing about this case or knowing much about her, I know getting married young, like, obviously has its challenges and stuff, and I don't know how long they knew each other beforehand, but... I mean, when you have those kids and when you get married, like, yeah, marriage is a commitment and yeah, people break it. But like having children, that is a lifelong commitment. And if you're going to have three of them and then just one day say, you know what, you guys aren't worth it. And then just kill them over some guy that you're wanting to be with like that just defeats the purpose of like or your whole choice in getting married and having kids. Like that's not what <laughs> yeah. it's about, obviously. Sure. So I would, I would love to interview her, 
you know, yeah. being interrogator. But um, I just feel really bad for those kids because it showed pictures of them, and especially Christy. Was it Christy? Christy survived, yes. Who was the one who died again? Cheryl. Right. It showed pictures of all of them, and, like, man, I can't imagine even to be siblings or the um, kids of her, like, knowing that your mother did that. I don't know how I could ever move on. So, that was rough episode but hey it was it was good i love rob reacting to things and emily likes presenting it so Mm -hmm. i guess that was a success so to conclude this episode like we always do we've only done one but you know (laughs) gotta keep it a tradition since emily presented this episode i will be sharing two facts with her that she does not know anything about one of them is disturbing and one of them is just random so which one do you want to hear first preferably disturbing oh you want to hear disturbing okay so this one i actually knew beforehand it's it's kind of just interesting to me but it might be a little disturbing all right so when somebody dies what? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Fine. The hearing is the last thing to go. Yeah. The hearing is the last thing to go. So, I don't know. I've heard weird things. Like, if you're in a coma, like, you... I think you can still hear, like, people yeah, around yeah. you. But, yeah, when you're dying, or, like, say you got shot too soon. Sorry. I'm just kidding. Or, like, stabbed, you can hear... I don't know exactly how long after, but yeah, when your body shuts down, you can still hear. So no, that's kind of interesting. All right, you want to hear an interesting fact? (laughs) This is just funny. Actually, I found this really interesting. So. (laughs) That's what you said about the last time. Yeah, okay, whatever. I'm dark. A chef's hat has a hundred folds. And you want to know what that represents? What? The hundred ways to cook an egg. What? Yeah! Like, I kind of forgot that chefs have this weird hat. And, yeah, it has a hundred folds. Like, that little hat, not little hat, but that hat that we wear on the head has a hundred folds in it. Like that hat? It's like origami. Yeah, that tall hat that looks, like, weird. Wow. And it represents a hundred ways to cook an egg. I don't even know. I know, like, I can two ways like to cook four. an egg. Yeah, I know four, but, like... Well, yeah, A hundred ways to cook an egg. Maybe that's, like, how to cook it, or ways... Maybe it's all of the above. Just eggs. <laughs> anyway. Huh. I'm so sorry, guys, for the sniffling. It is, like, a rough day today. <laughs> anyway, this was fun. And this podcast is published by Anchor. And the intro and outro music was created and edited by Joshua Weisenberger and... Dakota. So, anyway, that's our credits for this episode. So glad to get the intro music. Sorry, it wasn't our first one, but you know, we have to figure everything out. And one more uh, credit that I found a lot of my information from would be murderpedia.org. Oh, that's a. I can't check out that site. That sounds actually pretty good. It was very informative. Like, I found like the story, and then it just kept going and going and going. It was just never ending. Wow. So much information. Awesome information, guys. So if you want to check it out, Google it. 
Also, if you want to check us out, we have an Instagram and a Facebook page, and it's just Murder Maniacs Club, and you should find it, like, right away. And, like, we're on Spotify and Google Podcasts and all those platforms. So, yeah, check us out. We'd love to hear from you guys if you have any info or suggestions yes requests or like questions we'd be glad to answer them or even corrections maybe you guys know about this case and i've like messed up on like yeah yeah please tell us (laughs) anyway thank you so much for listening to this episode see you guys next month oh wait actually maybe there may be no promises a halloween special for spooky season So stay spooky, stay cool, stay safe. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.